You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. You hear that siren in the background? Yeah, I, I do. Everyone's okay. Hopefully, no one else hears it. It's pretty far off. That's good. Let's just start recording anyway. Okay, great idea. <laughs> so, Zach. Yes? I don't even really know how to start this because I want to make some references to this topic, but I so don't understand it that I barely can, <laughs> you know, make a fun allusion to it. Okay. Uh, but but let's try, let's try. Zach. Yeah, give us your best shot. Yes. You and I are married, right? This is a fact. How fun is that? Pretty great. It's pretty great. A um, lot of uh, fun. <laughs> we haven't been married that long, um, but, we, but we've been together for a lot longer than we've been married at this point. And, All um, of these things are true, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, and very unique to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we... So, for some reason, you and I were drawn together, right? For some reason. Yeah. There's probably a lot of factors. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't know where you're going with this. Yeah. Number one (laughs) is that we worked in the same restaurant, so we just physically had to be near each other. But maybe there was another factor at play. Would it be my... My alluring pheromones? Yes, exactly. Really? Yes. Yes, the topic is Zach's alluring pheromones. No, it's actually just pheromones in general. Okay, cool. Yeah, right? Like, isn't that something that I can say? Even you just said it. So obviously you know what it is. But if I was like, great, what is that? You'd be like, oh, shoot, I have no idea. I mean, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you know what it is. But. No, I really don't. I just know the word and yeah. that it's like, I don't know, your scent, your yeah. something like that that it's is supposed like to that. like, I don't know, do something to other people's brains people. that yeah. attract them to you. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're on the same page of not knowing what this thing is. Yeah. Just the littlest bit. It'll be fascinating to find out, right? Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe this will be a really great episode for our listeners' love lives. Oh, well, I hope so. That's kind of been my goal from the start is yeah. to get people linked up yeah me too me too connection via podcast yes good luck try and find each other and (laughs) when you do smell good this would be cool yeah it'll be fun to understand right yeah it might be a little sciencey but you know do your best and we'll be there with you and i have a feeling it might not even be that sciencey because i i I don't know the little i know about it i i think i kind of know that it's not real Maybe. What? Really? Or that they're real, but it's like there's no basis that they actually attract oh, or something like that. It's like, I'm not in this not real camp. Oh, really? I'm in a pheromones are real camp. So we'll see who wins in the end. Well, I know, I know that you can like buy pheromones and that's like not legit. For humans? Yeah. You can buy little vials that are supposed to like, you know, like that you dab on like a cologne or perfume that's supposed oh. to like, I don't know, either they are straight up bottled pheromones in uh-huh. quotes or they're supposed to like enhance your pheromones but all, yeah. like it's just a, a i mean that a sounds, scam yeah. slash like just none of that is scientifically that sounds like verified oil. right exactly um I so know. i don't know if pheromones as a whole or like are like that or if this just sort of industry around selling them are yeah like that. i i could see it 
I could see it going either way. I could definitely see the selling part not being super legit. Yeah. I do know that when I was little, my mom once bought coyote urine to put on our plants to keep the deer away. And that worked. So that's... Does that have anything to do with pheromones? I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> I think that's just... <laughs> but a just fun anecdote. Probably a bad story. For everyone thing. to know. Yeah. Yeah. It was gross. I think she never did it again because she was like, I don't even care if this works. That yeah, horrible. that is pretty gross. Yeah. I, I, I have heard of that. I'm pretty sure that's fairly common. Yeah. And like I know hunters, you can buy deer pee and spray it on your like clothes and stuff. So you that's... Whoa, don't do that. Come on now. On your clothes? I think so. Oh boy, this is going on. Or at least like on the tree that you're sitting by or something. Okay, on the tree is a lot better. On your clothes? That would be... Oh, I just remembered. You're actually supposed to wash your hair with it. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Let's, Let's leave this conversation and move into Zach's alluring pheromones. Welcome back to My Alluring Pheromones. Zach's Alluring Pheromones. I think we're going to start a new show just called Zach's Alluring Pheromones, depending on how this goes. I've got lots of time, so okay. I'm totally down. Perfect. Great. Okay. I'm just going to start with a simple definition. This is according to the National Center of Biotechnology Information. Great. Of America? Uh, yeah. It was a .gov website. Beautiful. Um... Pheromones are substances that are excreted to the outside of an individual and received by a second individual of the same species. Oh, so they're real. Yes. That whole bit about us being like, are they real? They're real. They very much exist. They're very real in animals. They're very real. Okay, Uh, so maybe our plants don't have pheromones. Maybe. Or like a rock. I actually didn't see... Definitely not a rock. Okay. Um... I didn't see I feel like anything some of our about plants, plants. Have pheromones just because I love them so much. So how could they not? Well, see, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody uh, has their own smell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cloud of molecules coming off of us that represent our diet, our hygiene, where we live etc all of, mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things this is like you know how when you're you're little or even now it's like you know the smell of your cousin's house or something yeah for me and it's not about like oh your cousins always make cabbage soup so it smells like cabbage soup. yeah it's not, not that it's I just know. like yeah and a why specific is that smell why i agree with you i mean you corrected yourself you at first said you know when you're little but i agree with you that was way no, more prevalent yeah. when we were little for some reason i notice it it's it's one of those things that you notice you when, just get well, used to the when you're little you just go to your cousin's house a lot well I think. no i mean i agree <laughs> with you about cousins but it was i feel like i had that for most people's homes maybe some yeah. were just close enough to mine that it didn't feel that way but like i can think of several friends houses in my head right now totally. that had if i yeah. smelled that smell right now i would yeah. know exactly whose house that smelled like and again right. it's nothing bad or specific it's not the it type is of specific food. But well it's, it's not, not it's not something you can put your finger on yeah mm-hmm. um yeah interesting yeah uh, i so love that it's fun we all have this this smell to us mm-hmm. all living creatures do but it's likely that there are certain molecules in there. I mean, definitely in animals there mm-hmm. are. Uh, but it's likely that there 
are molecules in there that exist specifically to influence the behavior of other members of the same species, hmm, okay. as in the established animal variety. Uh, usually, mm-hmm. your these things are used to attract the opposite sex in order to attract mates. Mm-hmm. Sure. Reproduction. Uh, yes, exactly. In an article from American Scientist by a guy named Tristram... Trist- Tristram. Tristram. Yes. That's a fun name. Uh, Wyatt is his last name. Wow. He mentions... How much do you want to bet his name was Wyatt Tristram and he switched it so he could be cooler? I would bet my life. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he, in this article, mentions that the ancient Greeks knew that a dog in heat attracted male dogs. And in a 17th century book on beekeeping, the author described the inclination for bees to be more aggressive and sting when in the presence of an injured bee. So wow. things like that. There are like these little uh, little marks throughout history that now we can look back and be like, okay, that's, that's pheromones at work in that's those amazing. instances. Bees have pheromones. Yeah, I mean, I I can't remember exactly if I saw this stated or if I'm just kind of connecting all the different sources I saw, but I think it's pretty much like most animals we know have pheromones. Cool. We haven't like identified the specific molecule in Mm -hmm. each, but you know, I think it's pretty understood that most animals do operate in this way because they don't have words. So that's a a form of communication, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, they need them more than we do. Yeah. uh, So... These early examples exist, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the Greek dogs, the, the Greek old dogs. time bees, <laughs> uh, and then along comes a German chemist. So now this is like the 1950s, named Adolf Buten. Boot. Oh boy. The 1950s. Yeah, man, I bet he was upset. His name was Adolf. Yeah, I agree. Buten. Butenant. Adolf Butenant. Butenant. He he was the first, okay so this guy is the first guy to identify the molecules of pheromones. Okay. After he and his team observed that male moths would flutter their wings in the presence of mature females, they started to take samples from the females' uh, pheromone-producing glands. I'm not exactly sure which ones mm. those are, uh, but they started to take like extractions out. And then they would test these samples by offering them to the male moths again Mm -hmm. and seeing what got them to flutter their wings. So basically they just kept doing that and reducing and reducing until they identified the individual molecule that they are responding to. Wow. I don't know how many molecules are in an entire, you know, well, (laughs) an entire (laughs) sample taken from the gland of a moth. I'm sure that's already a very, very tiny amount of whatever we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But like they narrowed it down to like know that, okay – they respond to literally this specific molecule mm-hmm. in the presence of it. So that was the first labeled pheromone. Wow. And I think he won a Nobel Prize for that. Oh, wow. Which I, he... I think is fine. He should. No, go for Adolf. He needs something to cheer him up. Um, did Did he call it a pheromone? I think so. Okay. I didn't see. I didn't see that specifically, but... I also didn't see anything to contradict that. Right. Pheromone is a Greek, or sorry, um, a Latin word. So oh, it is. Would make sense that he would. Yeah. Yeah. It means. Um, so it's obviously two words mashed into one. Mm. Uh, I guess, fair, like P H E R, means to bear, like to present. Okay. To have. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. To have to present uh, and uh, hormone. So it's like presenting uh. your hormones, pretty much. Okay. 
Yeah. It sounds nicer to call it pheromone. Oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could say that pheromones are kind of like a smell. You know, like if... It's kind of hard to distinguish the two because if you smell something rotting and dead, you're Mm. going to stay away from it. But is that a pheromone? Not really. We just have, I guess, evolved to associate the Mm -hmm. smell of death with like, let's not go near there because something killed that thing. So yeah. That smell smells and bad to us, so let's diseases. avoid it. Exactly. Yeah, there's all kinds of good reasons. Whatever killed that could kill us, mm-hmm. be it a predator, a disease. Yeah. So we stay away. So they're not really smells. It's just that it's like that humans aren't quite picking up on these smells the way animals are. But I, I shouldn't even say smells. That's dumb because well, I just me, said they're not smells. Well, to me, it almost seems like it's a, um, a subconscious smell. So it's something that you are picking up on somehow because you're encountering it and we don't really have a good way to say you pick up on it any other way than smell. You know, you obviously don't see it or feel it or taste it. I think that's the point because as we'll get to, it is subconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not not an allure that you are... Um, aware of yeah it's not wow not that like, person that smells great i want to stand closer to him mm-hmm. and then you end up talking you get sometimes no, that not happens that. but that's axe but that's body all, spray. exactly mm-hmm. that's axe body spray yes. as we know <laughs> as we all one know of our sponsors axe yeah. body spray axe body spray thank you <laughs> um so yeah it, it's it's like you just said it's a subconscious mm-hmm. um acknowledgement of whatever Picking this up is on something correct mm-hmm. so the same article by the scientist formerly known as Wyatt Tristram uh-huh. <laughs> mentions goldfish and this is pretty I don't know goldfish is funny I don't know if he means the cracker or the animal <laughs> but anyway when the female goldfish's hormones produce so what you know when she produces eggs when mm-hmm. it's time for her to get pregnant mm-hmm. and her body produces eggs that's all kicked off by hormones telling her body to produce these eggs okay so this hormone is released inside of the fish but some of those hormo- hormones seep out of the gills into the water. Oh. I mean, I guess that's that's just normal. Like we're yeah. not we're not worried about that. But then that hormone is now a pheromone because as male goldfish are able to not smell but pick up on that pheromone mm-hmm. and they make their way to the female who's ready to be impregnated. Hmm. So that is a pheromone at work. Okay, so that it hormone is, that is secreted—it is a hormone picked up on. I don't it's not know acting as a hormone because it's not because I think when we think of hormones, it's like chemicals in your body that cause your body to do stuff. So obviously, if it just kind of spills out into the water, it's not like causing a body to do stuff anymore. Now maybe it's the same chemical, but it acts as a pheromone. In this case, it for sure is a hormone, but then they this is right, called right. a pheromone once it's now, working in this way because this is not the way that hormones are meant to yeah. work. Now, it's crazy to think that little goldfish man, the male goldfish, yeah. um, does he know why he's swimming this direction or is he just like, I am being pulled in this direction? I don't understand it clearly enough i'm not really sure but i think it's more of the latter yeah you just get pulled there yeah that's cool i like that it feels like energy if i've learned anything that's kind of the point of pheromones is that they Mm -hmm. uh, kind of take the wheel for nature so rather than the fish having to think about where a 
single mm-hmm. lady is. Yeah. He just gets kind of led there naturally. Yeah. Cool. I like it. So over time, that system can and would have strengthened as the production of such hormones are beneficial to the female finding a mate and the scent, uh, if you will, or pheromone mm-hmm. that she's letting off attracts males. Mm-hmm. So having the ability to pick up on that pheromone on the male's behalf is beneficial to him as well because mm-hmm. he finds a mate. So those traits would be strengthened over time, passed down and strengthened. Through the evolution, the, the, the fish who produces enough hormones to re- to have some extra spill out of her gills mm-hmm. and the best goldfish at picking up on that would be the ones that end up together. Natural selection. I, yeah, I guess yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's an example of that. Uh, that said, it seems like the main role of pheromones is finding a mate. Mm-hmm. And in the examples that I came across, and that just seems like the general consensus is that there are other uses in animals and different animals. I don't know. Maybe we'll use them for different things, but for sure in different animals. Like, I get what I'm saying is there might be animals, say a bee, that can use pheromones for, uh, for you know, building a perimeter of its mm-hmm. of its property and for attracting a mate. I'm yeah. not sure. But it seems like the most widely uh, used pheromone is to find and attract mates that to that sense. person. That's what we've not heard person, of. To that yeah. bee or yeah. fish. Hey, a bee can be a person. Um, that's what we've heard of it for. So that makes sense, right? Yeah, that's that's the human um, that's the human use of pheromones, or mm-hmm. at least the appeal of the idea of mm-hmm. maybe using pheromones. So humans do excrete. What are called auxiliary, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, auxiliary steroids, oh. which originate in the reproductive organs and become active once puberty occurs. Okay. These are this auxiliary steroid. I don't really know how to really get it, uh, but the trouble is that, like with that moth in the beginning, you know, the moth who flutters when in the I presence remember. of the, the female. I remember him. Um. They were able to locate that single molecule. Mm-hmm. Scientists have not been able to isolate and identify the molecule that can be po- like positively labeled a pheromone in humans. Interesting. Maybe we're too complex. We have too many. <laughs> we're excreting too much. <laughs> it could be an over-excretion situation. Uh-huh. I agree. That's my theory. Yeah. It's confusing, though. Like I should have said this sooner, but this is basically – as chemical slash biological as one can get and mm-hmm. when you average out the grades i got in those classes i'm about a c minus <laughs> in this department Aww. but they've done studies uh, one in particular this is really cool that i saw from uh, i think it was the university of pennsylvania george pretty at all because there were like 35 people on this study great uh they did a study in particular that was in the uh, Biology of Reproduction, like a journal from June 2003, they they placed underarm secretion from men. Oh, no. On the unsuspecting upper lip of some women. Are you kidding? In this study. This is assault. <laughs> so, so, look, they, they, like, had guys wear cotton pads uh-huh. in their armpit and yeah. picked up the secretion that came off of that, mm-hmm. transferred it to the upper lip of some 
mm-hmm. some women in the study. They probably like gave them a tissue and said, "Wipe your nose" or something. No, it was okay. it was more deliberate. They just had they so they didn't know what the study was like oh, with any okay. study. They did, or I guess not with every study, but with, with a, a lot, lot of studies, studies they yeah. didn't know what the point of the study was. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what was being applied to their lip. They didn't know if they were testing a fragrance. If they didn't they know. They knew they would not have participated in Absolutely. the study. Uh, they didn't know if they were getting the placebo. Mm-hmm. They didn't know if they were just getting uh, rubbing alcohol, rubbing on the like. They didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and this is wild. So long story short, the presence of the male scent. Mm-hmm. Um, shortened the time between pulses of LH. And LH is like a chemical released in the body, which kind of kicks off menstruation. Menstruation? Oh, wow. I think people say it both, okay. but we know what you mean. Yeah. So this the presence of this male scent on their lips and again they didn't uh-huh. know they didn't know if they had the placebo or not they didn't know what this was testing they, didn't, they didn't know didn't what they were checking up on see any hunky guy in front of them all no. they had was this scent yep and the nurses applying it didn't know it was double blind uh-huh. they didn't know what they were applying and the women who got the males underarm secretion on their lip <laughs> yeah. had uh i'm i'm simplifying it a lot but basically had shorter times between their periods and had reduced tension and increased relaxation. Oh. Yeah. So okay, that when you is think unexpected. of like the pheromones that we were talking about in the intro mm-hmm. where you use it to attract Wait, how someone. How long did they have this on their under this on was, their lip? This was like a 3 month I think they went through 3 menstruation cycles. Whoa. Um I don't think it was every day they were okay. getting it applied. Maybe, I don't remember. Um but okay, they would apply was, it and then measure sense. these pulses of LH, which I, like I said, kick off the cycle. Yeah. Um, and having that applied to their lip shortened the span between the pulses of LH. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really interesting. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Do you have anything to say? No. I mean, yes. I do. First of all, I can't believe some poor woman had... B.O. put on their lip every day for three months. That's number one. Yeah, and I saw that the guys were instructed to um, shower with very little soap and un- or sorry, unscented soap or soap with very little scent. So oh, no. And not use any deodorant or antiperspirant. I bet a couple of those ladies knew what was up. Because like, they were God just dang. like, it's funky Actually, in here. Uh, they did they did cover for that. They had neutralized it some way to where the placebo mm-hmm. and the th- the 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 uh, underarm secretion mm-hmm. you couldn't smell a difference between the two. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So they probably like you know uh, watered it down, yeah, watered it yeah. down with something. Yeah, or, I don't know. Interesting. That's that's pretty cool. I that's really interesting, and I bet that would even just because it's like. Um, biology and chemicals and stuff i bet that doesn't even have anything to do with like sexuality you know like i bet i don't know but my guess would be whether those women in in their general lives are attracted to men or not or what kind of men well they were all oh did they they did yeah they controlled for heterosexual women exactly that's interesting i wonder if it would work across the board just because it's like yeah i don't know you know or I mean, maybe we would have it for all humans too. Maybe all of us are in some way attracted to the pheromones of everyone else. It's just like you're more attracted to people who you're more attracted to. Yeah, I don't know if there were follow ups or what, but I, I 
did I didn't even think to mention that, but I did see that they were all heterosexual. That makes sense. Yeah. That was probably a good call. Probably. Um, at least for something as I mean, this seems like this was kind of I don't want to say the first of its kind, but mm-hmm. I didn't see anything else that was like this. Yeah. And trust me, I looked through every study of pheromones on the planet. <laughs> In 30 minutes. Just kidding. Also, <laughs> this is not 30 minutes. This was like 60 minutes because I, I I hadn't even gotten off of like one website in 30 minutes. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, this for- is... Um, Putting in some extra legwork for us. Oh, I'm not looking for sympathy. More, more admitting that this wasn't done in thirty. We're not minutes. giving you sympathy. We're giving you appreciation. I guess, yeah. Well, thank you. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Since that human pheromone related to sexual attraction has not been isolated, mm-hmm. it's impossible to bottle and sell that pheromone. This is good to know. You just can't do it. But of course, that doesn't stop people from trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, There are no shortage of websites promising to sell you colognes or oils that will drive the women crazy. Mm -hmm. Local singles will love you. But... (laughs) Local singles. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. But it's all... I mean, it's all just fake. Yeah. It's all phony. Um, Do you know what it is? Did it say, like, what kinds of stuff they put in there? So I saw one site, uh, one article from the Washington Post, and it included this in the headline... But then when I read the article, it didn't expand on it at all. It just mentioned it again in a larger, you know, th- piece about how these pheromones are just trash. They're nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said that a lot of them are pig pheromones. Oh, dear. Yeah. And I was, like, wanting to, to know more about that. I didn't even try to, like, look, dig any deeper myself. <laughs> but I clicked on that one article and read it. My my time is limited. No, I clicked no. on that article and read it, and again, they just, like I said, literally mentioned it in the middle of a paragraph in a larger piece about how this is fake. They didn't go deeper into where the, like, they're getting pig pheromones? How's that work? I wasn't laughing at you not reading it. I was laughing at the idea that some guy is slathering on these pig pheromones hoping that young, hot chicks are going <laughs> to flock to him, and he walks down the street, and all that happens is a bunch of oinking and farmers being <laughs> like, stop coming around here, my pigs go wild. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's like, okay, writing his Amazon review, I have not found a woman, but I have been molested by more (laughs) than one barnyard animal. Uh. I want a refund. This is BS. (laughs) But the stuff they're selling, it might smell good. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they're they're putting perfumes in it. It's going to smell good out of the Mm -hmm. bottle. Why wouldn't it? Uh, But who doesn't like a pleasant smell on a human? But Even you, on a, an inanimate object, I'm going to be happier if it smells good. I agree. Um, but using these bottled pheromones that you can buy anywhere, Walgreens, like you're not mm-hmm. going to unlock her brain and make her scientifically be attracted to you. That's right. just not going to happen. Because we just don't, we haven't figured out what the pheromone is Right, yet. and you might meet that person who is naturally attracted to the pheromones that are likely coming off of you because it's likely that they are coming off of humans, yeah. but we're not able to bottle and sell that. Hmm. So they like to make the packaging look like clinical, you know, like it's mm. almost not quite prescription, but it doesn't, there are some that come in traditional 
cologne looking bottles Mm -hmm. but then there are some that look a little more like oh wow this stuff must really work because it's in like a dropper and it's got like fine print all over it you know that sort of thing but um so they make you think that it must be really powerful stuff but Mm -hmm. don't fall for it just brush your teeth and shower Mm -hmm. and get a nice cologne like fireplace by replica another Mm -hmm. one of our sponsors (laughs) and uh just be nice to people yeah just be a nice friendly person have an open mind and a smile on your face and i would say that's your best bet i agree Mm -hmm. brush them chompers get out there yeah make small talk yeah exactly so bottom line and we're wrapping up here okay bottom line is pheromones are real they definitely exist in animals. Mm-hmm. They probably exist in humans, but they have not been isolated. Therefore, they cannot be sold to you. So until we do an update, don't buy anything that says it's pheromones unless you're just here to be duped. In that case, go for it. But know that you're being duped. Yeah. And or hey, if you're maybe trying to meet a nice pig. There's probably, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a nice, uh, what's the word for a pig? swine friends yeah. if you're if looking, you're looking for, for a nice swine, swine friends, friends some swine companionship um uh, but who knows there could be a placebo thing to these bottled pheromones yeah. you could put these pheromones on and you walk out there with a little more confidence a little more swagger and True. like you're like wow this does work but that's just because you have the privilege of thinking that you have some mm-hmm. uh some chemical on your side that's tricking people and you know yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like uh, the emperor's new clothes. It's not right. actually anything. Yeah. I would, I would actually be interested to see if there are studies surrounding that mm-hmm. um, or things like it. Because I guess well, there's a lot of things that I are, feel like could it's the substitute same thing. in for pheromones like that. It's the same thing like a cologne. Like a, And a cologne will have the same kind of – I mean, first of all, let, yeah. let this be a PSA. No, that's totally so Please true. don't overdo it. But if you have a nice, you know, subtle amount of cologne on – you're going to feel more confident because you feel like you feel good. Mm-hmm. And again, who doesn't enjoy interacting with someone who smells good? It's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I mean, there's value in smelling good. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. But uh, we haven't bottled pheromones yet. So. Okay. So buy the, the cologne, buy the perfume. Don't I just buy the had pheromones. a great idea. What's that? Um, I, in my head, I was like, we should get Elon Musk on this because he's, you know, into stuff. And then I was like, his name is Elon Musk. It could just be called Elon's Musk. <gasps> yes. Okay. What would that smell like? Nothing, because it's a pheromone. Oh, wow. I'm attracted already. Mm-hmm. It works. <laughs> Let's get on it. Let's buy stock in it. Our next sponsor, Elon's Musk. Oh, man. Okay, so that's all I have. Um, that was really fun. Honestly. I am not an expert in pheromones, neither is anyone listening right now. Mm-hmm. But but we all know a little bit more about it. Oh, I know. I, I knew nothing. Yeah. I and mean, you heard everything I knew in the intro, and mm-hmm. that wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. I think it's a fun topic. It's something that I feel like we toss around a lot, the word uh, pheromone, you know? Yeah. And now we can still toss it around in a fun fashion, but we'll just have a little more knowledge behind it when we do. I agree. Um, But yeah, go look it up. There's a lot of cool stuff about animals with their pheromones that are very real. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Okie doke. Dinner time. Great. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. 
Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30minuteexpertpodcast, that's 30minuteexpertpodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.